into God's word. If you are saved, say, I am saved. Say, clearly, I am saved. Amen. Okay, this morning we're looking at um, divine healing by faith. Divine healing by faith. Of course, we have been looking at healing by divine healing by faith. And all our teachings in this church, you know, they are doctrine. They are scripture, as I'm saying. They are doctrine. And uh, we are not limiting ourselves to few knowledge. We are not limiting ourselves to peripheral knowledge. But the deep knowledge of God's word. In Acts chapter number 20, let us open to that list. In Acts chapter 20, if we read from verse 18, where Paul was talking to this church after he had pastored them for some time. And it was about to depart. Look at what Rapport did. I'm going to read it in this version. And I will also read a CPT version for our understanding. It says, And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know from the first day that I came to Asia, in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility. With many tears and trials which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews, how I kept back nothing. So, take care, take, take care for now, listen to verse 20. It says, How I kept nothing, but nothing that was helpful, but proclaim it to you and talks you publicly and from house. To house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And see, now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations are with me. Wherefore, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life there to myself, so that I may finish my way with joy, and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God, look that word too. And indeed, now I know that you call, among whom I have not preached the kingdom of God, will see my face no more. Therefore, I testify to you this day, that I am innocent, note that word too. I am innocent of the blood of all men. For I have not shown, note that word too, for I have not shown to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Praise God. Let me stop there and let us move and look at the version. I want us to have proper understanding of that scripture. Acts chapter number 20, starting from verse 18. When they arrived, he said to them, All of you know how I have lived and conducted myself while I was with you. From the first day I set foot in the western country, I have operated in God's miracle power, 
with great humility and serve you with many tears. I've endured the murder of you because of the plot of the Jews. You know how I have taught you in public meetings and in your homes, and that I've not held anything back from you that will help you grow. I urge both Jews and non-Jews to talk from sin to God and I have and, and to have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now I have been compelled by the Holy Spirit to go to Jerusalem without really knowing what will happen to me there. Yes, I know that the Holy Spirit wants me in town after town, saying chains and afflictions are prepared for you. But when I live or die is not important. Whether I live or die is not important. For I don't esteem my life as indispensable. Oh, first of It's more important for me to fulfill my destiny and to finish the ministry my Lord Jesus has assigned to me, which is to faithfully, listen carefully, which is to faithfully preach the wonderful news of God's grace. I've been a part of your life and share with you many things, the message of God's kingdom, kingdom reign, but for now I need you and you will not see my face again. If any of you should be lost, I will not be blamed, for my conscience is clear. Because I taught you everything I could about God's eternal plan, and have held nothing back. So guard your heart, be true shepherd, over all the flock and feed them well. Remember, it was the Holy Spirit who appointed you to guide and oversee. Praise the Lord, people of the Lord. See, I have read all of this long scripture to pass across message to you. I have had a whole lot of pictures says this is one message that God say I should preach. This if I am called to preach to you, I said God wants you to be filled with the whole counsel of God. He wants you to be filled with the deep knowledge of the kingdom where you belong. Are you having it? For a Paul said, I have not held back from you anything. Everything that pertains to the kingdom of God, everything that pertains to eternal life, Everything that will be helpful for you to grow as a believer, I have given them to you. So it will be helpful to you. It will help your spiritual growth. And that's what Rapport said. And that is our standing in this world. And you see, we keep on opening your mind. We keep on unveiling the things of the kingdom, revelation of the kingdom to you. So that you will be Filled with the knowledge of the kingdom. And let me give it to you. Knowledge is power. It is the, the same in the spiritual as well in the physical. 
when you get that knowledge, what you are receiving is power. It's already get and say that. And that is the reason why this time around, we are touching on many things. On the doctrine of salvation, on the doctrine of sanctification, on the doctrine of propitiation, on the doctrine of reputation, and all of that. And we are not stopping. We are still continuing revealing to you all of these things and bringing it to your understanding. For it will be helpful to you in this heart, even in the acts of God. Praise the name of the Lord. We have talked of the doctrine of love. We have talked about hope. We have talked about healing. Uh, of course, we are currently talking about healing. We have talked about faith. Tell your neighbor, say, don't limit your knowledge. Say that and say, don't limit your knowledge. Hallelujah. So let us look at divine healing by faith. That is exactly what we are looking at today. What is divine healing? Divine healing is the power of God working within a testing body to remove sickness or disease or bring a care to the part of human body that has been affected by sickness, disease, or demonic influence. Going by this definition, what I'm saying is this. Divine healing is not the doctor prescribing drugs to you and you are healed. Of course, when you go to the hospital, doctor will ask you, how is he doing you? In this place, paying you. Doctor is trying to know what exactly is the problem with you. And he prescribes medication. And by that medication, you can receive your healing. That is healing, isn't it? And I thought it the very act of God. Somebody say medical healing is an act of God. So I have said it on several occasions, and I'm going to repeat it again. Don't let anybody deceive you that medical science is not the act of God. It is not the wisdom of man that is behind medical science. So when you receive healing through drugs, give thanks to God. But apart from healing through mercy, there is another higher level of healing that we call divine healing. Is somebody hearing me now? Divine healing. And divine healing is possible. Divine healing is real. Divine healing is true. We have seen it on several occasions. We have seen it happen, even in our ministry. We have seen it happen several times that God will heal someone divinely. At times, medical science will say, Well, we have lost hope on this. This person has this limited number of time to live. But through divine healing, the person will live beyond the time that medical science has said. Of course, I can give you an example. I have studied Kennedy-Lady very well. I have read a lot of his books. I have listened to a lot of his messages. Kennedy-Lady was declared to be to die at the early stage of his life because he had several ailments of the heart that the doctor had given up on him. And he said, well, you are not going to live beyond this number of years. Amen. 
But this man of God depends on God's word, holds on to God's word, professes God's word, and he fulfills his ministry. Can I hear this? That I think about eighty something years. Somebody who the doctor has said he won't live beyond fifteen. Praise the name of the Lord. That is divine healing. And that divine healing is still available today. The power that healed Kennedy healing, the power that made healing, that, that have healed others in the past, is still available for you till today. Is somebody hearing me now? Somebody say to yourself, say, divine healing is still available for me today. Say, divine healing is still available for me today. Praise God. And Kennedy Hagen also says something. And uh, I will paraphrase it. He said, You will need to keep your faith. Because if you don't need it now, sometimes in some time in the future, you will still need it. Sometime in the future, you still need that to do. So, right now, keep on building your faith. When the time comes, it is not the faith that you develop when you are confronted with challenges, when you are confronted with failures, when you are confronted with circumstances that will produce results. It is the faith you have gathered or you have developed over time. Somebody hear me now. Okay, now let us look at something as we progress. Let us look at two kinds of healing. Two kinds of healing. Of course, we might have more than two, but I want to discuss two with us today. Number one, healing that is appropriated by your faith. Healing that is appropriated by your faith. Amen. Now, let us look at examples from the Bible. I'm talking about healing that you receive by your own faith. Of course, you know, a lot of times when pastors pray for people for healing, when they pray for you and the healing will be so good, the pastor will say, You lack faith, isn't it? That it is because you lack faith. No. It is because the pastor wants to hide under that guys to present to you that it is not about him but about you. And then he wants to hide under that guys that it is not about me, that me, I am a man of God. I carry faith and I can heal you. But it's you that is not ready. But that is not true in all situations. And I'm going to be showing you scriptures this morning that prove that. At times it is not about your faith. At times it is about the faith of the person praying for you. And at times it is about your faith. Is somebody hearing me now? Is somebody hearing me now? Okay. Let me give you an instance. Of course, I think we'll get there. But I'm going to give you an instance to clear your doubts about what I've just said. Whose faith, whose faith do a mad man need 
When you pray for a madman and the madman refuses to receive you, will you tell the madman that you don't have faith? Because the madman has lost his mind. He does, does not understand what is faith. Amen. So it is your faith that is needed at that point to get that man healed. Is somebody hearing me now? And we'll get there. So for that, let's look at example of people in the Bible who have received healing through their own faith. Number one, let us look at the book of Mark chapter 5. Let's open our Bible to Mark chapter number 5. And I'll be reading from verse 25. Mark 5 25. The Bible says that now I'm reading from TPT version. Now in the crowd that day was a woman who had suffered already from continual bleeding for 20 years. We call that woman the woman with the issue of blood, right? You know the story. Okay. She had endured a great deal under the care of various doctors. Yet, in spite of spending all, she had, she had on their treatment. She was not getting better, but worse. You can see that. That woman has visited different kind of hospitals. They have visited St. Nicholas. They have gone to uh, Medicare. They have, you know, they have recommended hospitals for her in India. They have recommended hospitals for her in, in China and in America and everywhere. And as a matter of fact, of course, that woman will be wealthy. Because the Bible says that they have spent more. She has spent a whole lot of money trying to seek medical attention. Medical solution. Amen. But at the end of the day, the doctor said, Well, we have tried all our best. You know, don't keep on praying. No doctor, no doctor, I will pray like that. No doctor, I should be praying. Right. That was the day I went down with. No doctor, no doctor, no pastor. I said, Yes. Hallelujah. I was to walk in my spirit again. I jumped up my feet. What was I to pray? It means that this doctor also believed in God. And the same thing happened to this woman, as you can see. She had said, Oh, and one day he saw a man that she had had a badge. She had heard about him. Praise God. Of course, you know, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And I'm just going to teach you that. So she would have heard about Jesus. And when she realized that this man that I've heard about is around, look at what happened. It says, when she heard about Jesus, he made power. That's it. Heard about Jesus in power, she pushed through the crowd and came up from behind him and touched his and touched his prayer shawl, you know, other version for his damage. For she kept saying to herself, If only I could touch his cloth, I know how to heal. As soon as her hand touched him, her bleeding immediately stopped. Somebody says, Stop. Hallelujah. 
She knew it, for she could feel her body instantly being healed of her disease. Somebody say instantly healed. Say it again, say instantly healed. Okay. If I permit us to discuss about that, there are some healing that happen instantly. There are some healing that happen gradually. Amen. I think you are aware of that. Are you aware? Yes, healing happens instantly, and some healing happens gradually. For instance, somebody who had an accident and they have bruises and you know the bone break. When you pray for the healing, the person the person can receive the healing immediately, but there will be a process of physical healing of amen. So healing can be instantaneous or can be gradual. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in verse 13, Jesus knew at once that someone had caught him, for he felt the power that always sought around him and passed through him for, some, for someone to be healed. He brought a foe to the crowd, saying, Who touched my feet? He said, What answer? What do you mean? Who touched you? Look at this good crowd. They are all present up against you. But Jesus' eyes swept across the crowd, looking for the one who had touched him. For healing. When the woman who experienced the miracle realized what had happened to her, she came before him, trembling with fear, and threw herself down at his feet, saying, I was the one who touched you. And she and she told him a story of what had just happened. Then Jesus said to her, Listen, daughter, because you dare to believe, your faith has healed you. Whose faith? Whose faith? Her faith. The woman's faith will have. It wasn't Jesus' faith. What happened is that when that woman got faith to be healed, because she believed, and she, she concluded in her mind that when I touch, if I could only touch the head of the garment of this one, I'll be healed. As a matter of fact, it was that way that the woman got healed. But when she touched the M of Jesus' garment, the face of that woman drew out power. You know that thing. You know that thing. It was the face of the woman that drew out power, forcefully out of Christ. It wasn't that Christ wanted to heal her as it were. But the faith of the woman. So when you carry faith, you can draw power out of the one that is carrying the healing around That is number one example. Let us look at another one. In, uh, in Luke chapter 18 and verse 14. Let us look at that line better. In Luke chapter number 18. And verse 42. Jesus saw his disciples, right? And looking right at him, he said, It is next to impossible for those who have everything to enter into God's kingdom, right? Nothing to be other president of the world.
I'm missing up that scripture. Okay. It says, what is he? What is he? You want me to do for you? Yes. Lord, he said, please, I want to see again. Jesus said, now you will see. Receive your sight this moment. For your faith in me has given your sight and your life. Can you see that? So that man received his sight by his faith. So when you are seeking for healing, your faith is required, isn't it? Okay, let me put this way. I won't, I won't, I won't get you confused. For receiving healing, faith is required. Faith is needed. You understand? Either your faith or the faith of the one carrying the anointing. Either your own faith or the faith of the one carrying the grace. Someone must have faith. Amen. It is your own lack of faith does not mean that you can't receive your healing. But it is good that you have faith. See, I have said this on several occasions. In every Christian meeting, the unbelievers are the first to receive to receive the record. Maybe I'll make this The unbelievers, in every Christian gathering, the unbelievers are the first to receive. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because the Bible says that without signs, without signs and wonders, they will not believe. So when they see signs, they believe. But you are a believer. You don't need signs. Are you hearing me? You are a believer. It, you, the reason why you need signs is to believe. But you are now a believer. You don't need signs. You just know that it happened. Praise God. And God appreciates men who operate in faith. You know it. When I pray for you, receive. In way if believers can operate in, at that level of understanding, at that level of knowing, healing will be so cheap in the body of Christ. Because we are not living by sight, but we live by faith. It's not about what we see physical, but about what our eyes of the spirit can see. Blessed are those who do not see, but believe. Blessed are those that you tell them that your healing has come. And they rejoice about it. And they say, I have my healing. They are the ones that will be called the sons of God. They are the ones that understand what the kingdom means. It's not those that say, I want to see. Praise God. Praise God. So, tell yourself, say, I am in the kingdom. And my faith is alive. To receive Hallelujah. Let us look at the widow of Nain's son. Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7 and verse 11. Let us look at what happened there. From 11 to 16. Just shortly afterward, 
Jesus left on a journey from the village of Nain with a massive crowd of people following him, along with his disciples. As he approached the village, he met a multitude of people in a funeral procession who were mourning as they carried the body of a young man to the cemetery. The boy was his mother's only son. Can you see that? And then took that son from the mother. And she was a widow. Oh, no husband. So, all hope. The only son. And a widow. Hallelujah. Praise God. When the Lord saw the grieving mother, his hearts broke for her. I thought, I think it was two weeks ago. I thought about compassion, right? Okay. The heart broke for her. His heart broke for her with great tenderness. He said to her, Please don't cry. Then he stepped up to the coffin and touched it. When the pallbearer came to the hall, Jesus said to the first, Young man, I said to you, Arise and leave. Immediately the young man moved, sat up, and spoke to those nearby. Jesus presented the son to his mother alive. A tremendous sense of holy mystery swept over the crowd as they witnessed his miracle of resurrection. They shouted, Praise to God, saying, God himself has visited us to bless his people. A great prophet has appeared among us. Now, question Whose faith healed this man? Whose faith? Jesus' faith. Because he was dead. He was dead. Hallelujah. And because he was dead, he doesn't have faith to believe. And today, we still see the devil raised. We have experienced, we have seen it, we have heard about it, we have read about it, that death still comes alive by the faith of the carrier of the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody praise God. Now let us look at another example of the one that appeared by the carrier anointing. Let us look at Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. I'm reading from verse 5. It says, When Jesus entered the village of Capernaum, a captain in the Roman army approached him asking for a miracle. Lord, he said, I have a son, Preston, who is lying in my home, paralyzed and suffering terribly. Jesus responded, I will go with you and heal him. But the Roman officer interjected, Lord, who am I to have you come into my house? I understand your authority, for I too, I am a man who works under authority, and have authority over soldiers who serve under me. I can tell you what to go and heal. See, there is a law, a whole lot to explain in all this reading. I just want to be focused and complete the teaching. The whole Lord in this teaching can begin to talk about authority. Because this man will understand what authority is. And any believer who understands authority will see miracles happen. Amen. This man, because he was a man of authority, 
He said, he's, he, in his own kingdom, he had suffered under him. When he says, go, they go. When he says, come, they come. Without hesitation. So he said, I understand authority. Say, Jesus, just give one of authority. See, this kind of faith is what I call faith in proxy. Faith in proxy. Third party's faith can also heal. Can you see that? Somebody must not have faith. And that is the reason why you see people, when they come into the meeting, they stand in God for someone elsewhere. Somebody can bring picture. Yes, when you bring picture and stand in faith for someone somewhere, it is possible to receive from the carrier of that place and release to the person anywhere. But somebody must happen. I don't want to clear your mind about this idea of saying it is only your faith that can bring miracle to you. It is a lie. It's not correct. It is either you have faith. See, if I don't have faith, that does not mean you can't receive miracle. And that is why I said when you are when somebody is inviting you for a meeting, you say come with your faith. Have you heard before? You say come with your faith. Yes, it is your faith. Your faith can help you. But what about those who don't have faith? What about those unbelievers who don't have faith? Does it mean that when they come, they will go back empty handed? So, in such a case, the faith of the person that is carrying the anointing will serve for them. And in other way around, third person anointing, pro anointing the proxy, can also serve, can also heal someone. So, in that case now, this man said, well, Jesus, just make pronouncement that I am a man that understands authority. I believe, I believe that when you say it, it will happen. Who am I for, for me to carry you to my house? He said, no, I'm not, we're not following you. Speak the word. Can you see that? Speak the word. Of course, he was not the one that lived in him. He was believing God for that healing on behalf of his servant. Am I committing somebody because this message, this word, if you think you don't need this now, you will need this one day. I'm telling you, when I was younger, I never knew I would need any form of healing prayer. Because as a young guy, your body is so strong. You can look at my, at my son. They can jump up and down. They can do anything they want to do. But as you progress as you grow in age, something ailment you want to be coming as if they follow age. And then I'm saying they follow age. So you need this kind of work at that time to keep you refreshed, to keep you good, to keep you standing. Is somebody here and saying thank God I have some doctor here. You understand that as you do, you can see some 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 yesterday is that when I went to the point, some of you remember 
So we see even when that comes, I'll be reading and I will lost. Which is our, I will lose track of singing. Like I will snatch him. Like, this one is wrong. Hey, I have to go to your spirit. And that's what I said, well, it's not that, you know, it's not that your high school, you know, it's not that, you know, it's not that, you know, it's not that, can you see that? So, all these things come to you. And what I said, but you still need this world that you are receiving today, but I see that you have a lot of views here. You still need this world to keep you standing. I pray. In the name of Jesus, you will not experience any terrible sickness in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I said, you will not experience any terrible ailment in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is nothing that keeps us from this. There is nothing that keeps us from sickness. Sickness is one of the greatest instruments in the hand of darkness when you want to take man, when you want to make a man When you experience pains consistently in your body, pains consistently, the next thing you see that something can go and start changing, and that is to be going. But when your face is built up now, and you don't see. Told you, it is not the case that you will die within five days when you discover that something happened. In the course of my own challenges, when I was terribly sick, if it was the case that I would die at that moment, maybe I would have, I would have gone. But I was operating on the stage I have gone over the I told you at the point in time, I couldn't play again. I couldn't play. But I did the notes and exercise them. And I started writing by this track, I am here. By this track, I am here. By this track. I was writing it consistently, non stop. I almost finished a whole 20 years of my book. You can imagine that. I was, because I was believing God that with this world, I was holding on to that world, that I, this world will heal me. It's what the hell I'm saying. It's what the hell I'm saying. It is my prayer for you. You will not see. I said you will not see. In the name of Jesus. But listen to me. Let us say that you will not see. Let us believe that you will not see. But what about those that sit around you? Are you thinking about that? What about your loved ones? You know what I mean? What about your loved ones? Oh, you have all it takes not to force you. Your body is so strong. What about your loved ones? At times, the doctor will tell us that something can be again. What about that story? What happens? You can't be people of faith everywhere. You can't be people of faith everywhere, right? No. I, I was in discussion with the medical doctor. 
one of one of the biggest hospitals in Lagos was still in Saturday in the major. And I was talking with that lady and she said she talked about a man who was already his life is already going. There's a little top check. The check is false. Yeah, this person is already going. They have to rush out in the ambulance to another hospital to use. They were rushing. So, there's one thing we discovered about this man. This lady told me, and that day, I heard onto that word. This man happened to be a Christian. In the course of all the Nation this man always prayed, always prayed, always prayed. So when this man was dying, he could still open his mouth slowly to counter God's work. As we were watching this man, he, 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 he was dying into sorry, last week, last week, last week. No, of course, the nurses will talk about the office here. All of a sudden, this man just got that strength and opened his eyes and he got up. And he received total healing. And that lady said something to me. You know, there are something that will happen that the medical science will tell you. This lady told me there. Because at that point, based on all that they have done, that man shooting that sort energy to, to be restored to that position that was restored to. Somebody that has entered the emergency matter, that we are rushing him for another hospital for your attention. That could only be God. She now said that over. Time that there has been this medical war, that she has discovered that those who pray receive healing faster than those who don't pray. She told me that those who pray receive healing faster than those who don't pray. People medical healing now. Somebody else has been So that is why I'm telling you that you will need this world. One day. And the reason why I first, you know, opened that scripture to us, that act of 20, talking about the old answer of God. Because there are some messages that we preach in some places that are more interested. That are more interested. Because this kind of message is not interesting. Oh, if we are talking about, if about you know, about um, the death, the death and the resurrection of Jesus now, if we are talking about, you know, uh, the freedom of Christ. Of course, even even if you are the Jesus Christ, it's part of it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Even is possible. Even is possible. I see the minute. Say even is possible. Say even is possible in Christ Jesus, and I have it. Say I have it. Say I have it. Say I have it. Because you are in Christ Jesus, by his stripes you are healed. It's not in the person, it's not a person it's past tense. It's not future tense, it is past tense. Somebody hearing the word. 
Oh, you have it. You have it. It is yours. And it is your name. It is yours. Hallelujah. So, this, the, the, the scripture we are reading, the Bible reports that This is what the Roman officer interjected. No, who am I to have you come into my house? I understand your authority. For I too am a man who works under authority and have authority over my singles. Who sat under me? I can tell them to go and go. And in order to come and come, I order my servants and they, and they will do whatever I ask. So I know that all you need to do is to stand here and command me over my soul and you will be instantly ruined. Just stand here and command. I am putting down my faith. Whose faith? I am putting down my faith for my servant because I understand authority. So it requires you Understanding authority to have faith on behalf of someone, to receive faith on behalf of your loved ones, to receive faith on behalf, to receive it on behalf of your friend. Understanding authority. Understanding authority. Understanding authority. Amen. See, in this case, who's authority? Who's authority? Christ's authority. Because your authority has been given to us. We have it. It is because of your authority. And no, I have told you on several occasions this morning. Anytime you are seeing yourself in the place of God and you see that the manifestation is coming through you, you hear. But when you see that this is Jesus speaking, when you see that the word that I speak now is not my word, for the word of Christ that is in me, and his word will not fail. Then you see the word of me. You see the word of me. You see the word of me. Step out of the soul. Your flesh won't do anything. Your flesh won't walk. For Jesus authority. You don't have power will walk. And when you speak it, it is not the word. Believe me that it is not the word. Hallelujah. When someone is sick around you, when someone is sick, even when someone is sick on the point of death, don't worry. You go there, lay your hand, and pray. Praise God. 